Welcome to Camden Cast. I'm Tanvi. And I'm Erin. And this is our 7th Heaven Podcast. On today's episode of Camden Cast, we will be talking about Season 9, Episode 11 of 7th Heaven, the title of which is Wayne's World or Dankeschön. Um, our IMDb user synopsis is, Lucy is home from the hospital, but is irritable, confined to bed rest. Kevin tells her to finish her studies. Martin is having problems at school, and Ruthie learns his father's tour of duty is extended. Wayne Newton makes an appearance. What was your first impression of this episode? Um, Unremarkable, yeah, apparently. it really was. Uh, at first, I was, like, really upset with Lucy, which is how I usually start an episode. And I was kind of looking forward to an episode where, like, Lucy got a reckoning because she was, like, being horrible to everyone. And, like, everyone was horrible to each other because of it. But then, slowly, I was just like, oh, actually, maybe the show has finally succeeded in making me sympathize with Lucy. Because, I mean, it is a tough spot to be in. Like, relegated to bed rest, and, like, your life is completely put on hold, and you're, like, dependent on people that you are supposed to not be dependent on anymore, and you had to move out of your own home. Like, yeah, it sucks. Although, she really didn't have to move out of the garage, but whatever. Um, I don't know, I... I think it... it, it, it uh, I am on board with her moving out of the garage just because it makes life for Annie easier. Oh, well, yeah, that's true. And she's the one who's waiting on Lucy, presumably, for most of the time. So, um, I make it easier for Annie. I think some haven't also pulled, like, the rug out from under me again. It's been doing that a lot this season, where, like, the first 15 or 20 epi- minutes of the episode make you think it's about one thing. Like, you think this episode is really about Lucy and, like, L- Lucy's bed rest, but it actually ends up being all about Martin. They did this with, like, the Foster uh, episode. They did this with the other episode we had about something else. I just feel like they've been doing that a lot, where you think it's about one thing, but it ends up being about another. Yeah. <clears throat> All right, so um, we will get into the cold open. Um, we see that it is, it opens with a, an alarm clock, and we see it is 12.19 uh, a.m., and Lucy is awake in bed, and she's got Kevin awake um, because we learn that she has, after her stint in the hospital, she was put on bed rest until she delivers her baby. So she's not tired in the middle of the night because she spends all day in bed and she's just very frustrated. And, um, they start to have an argument about this. And then we see the rest of, we see Annie and the Rev in bed and they are also awake, being kept awake by Lucy and Kevin, um, arguing. At first we thought that, um, Lucy and Kevin could be heard from the garage yeah. in the house, but it's later clarified that Lucy and Kevin, since Lucy is on bed rest, Lucy has been staying in Simon's old room so that it's easier for, you know, Annie to accommodate her. Uh, yeah, this kind of wakes up the rest of the household as well. Like, the twins come in and they're trying to be cute, and they're like, we can't sleep. Lucy's so angry all the time. And Ruthie's also like, uh, like, fix your daughter. And Martin's also, like, upset we kind of get the beginnings of, like, some sort of animosity or some sort of, like, tension between Ruthie and Martin. Um, and that's kind of where the episode ends. Like, everybody's like, ugh, tired. Mm-hmm. Lucy won't stop talking. Did I say the episode? That's where the cold open ends? Um, yeah, that's where the cold open ends, yeah. Um, after, yeah. So, um, we will start, like we said, there are, pri- there are two primary storylines in this episode. We're going to start with Martin, who we see in the beginning... 
a little bit irritable for the same reason that everyone else is. Irritable because Lucy's keeping everybody up and, I don't know, it's a pain in the ass and she's everyone is expected to wait on her hand and foot. So um, that is that. And, like, Martin is, I don't know, everyone keeps... Lucy, um, excuse me, Ruthie comments in the beginning when she is going to school the next day after Lucy kept everybody up. Um, she comments about how she was going to take the bus instead of riding with Martin because Martin has been particularly, um, well, like, like an asshole lately. So Ruthie doesn't want, would rather take the bus than get a ride to school with him. Um, so we get to school where we meet, meet up with Martin and Martin confronts Ruthie about like, why didn't you take, why did you take the bus? Why didn't you ride with me? And Ruthie's like, well, it's because you're being a jerk lately. And Martin doesn't really respond well to being called a jerk. Uh, and he's like, Matt, Matt, he's like, Mac, he goes to his friend, Mac, and he's like, am I being a jerk? And Mac's like, yeah, you are. And this is when we also see that Martin, who has previously been shown to been, to be like an A student, is getting D's on papers. Um, so it's clearly either Lucy or either the lack of sleep and Lucy is really getting to him or there's something else going on. Um, and we kind of see more, like things escalate for Martin uh, at baseball, he like we are told that he got into a fight with a mascot, and then in this episode he gets into a fight with an outfielder. So Martin plays shortstop. If people weren't aware, um, yeah, and uh, he gets in like he gets it's like a it's a it's fly it's ball. a pop up yeah, and um, Martin is like way back in the outfield calling for it, and the other player is calling for it, and then they run into each other, and neither one of them catches it, and this guy gets real mad. He's like, it was my ball, you're, like, trying to encroach on my territory, like, do your job, don't try to do all the other players' jobs. And, like, they get into it, and he gets, like, thrown off the, not thrown off the field. The coach just tells him that he's out of the game, out of practice, and he's like, go hit the showers. Um, the coach then basically says, if you don't get your shit together, I'm going to have to suspend you, like, completely, but right now it's just a temporary suspension from the team until you ha- get your attitude fixed. Um, and this leads to an actual fight in the locker room between, um, I just forgot his name. Martin. Martin and Mac. Yeah. No, not Mac. Oh, the coach. No, the Nick. Nick. Oh, oh yeah. The outfielder, whose name is Nick. Um, and he, there's a punch thrown by Martin at Nick. Uh, so while this is happening back at home, Ruthie ends up in Martin's room, like, putting away laundry, and she sees that Martin's laptop is open, and it's open to an email, and it's an email which, like, she reads, and all of a sudden she's like, oh, shit. I just gotta say something, though, knowing computers. <laughs> um, he, okay, so this is so now... he doesn't have a passport, password or something? The computer, like, I understand the screen being open and something being up if you just left the computer, or even if we left it an hour ago, but he's been in school all day... And he went straight to practice. So he's not been on that computer since the morning, right? Yeah. So how is the screen still open? I don't know. I don't know. How is there no, like... I'm not a computer expert. Like, like, I feel like any computer usually just, like, like, either there's a screensaver or it, like, shuts down or it goes on sleep mode or something. Like, I don't think it would just be up for 12 hours or whatever. Yeah. Um... So yeah, Ruthie reads this email. We don't know what's in the email, but clearly the contents of it are, like, shocking and are meant to explain why Martin is doing whatever he's doing. Um, so Ruthie's, like, Ruthie goes to the Rev in, later in the episode, is like, I have some information, but before she's trying to, before she, we, like, get, get it revealed, Mac 
comes over and is a very good friend and basically is like, you need to do something about Martin because he's throwing his life away. And this is when we learn what the mystery is and why Martin is acting the way he's acting. Yeah, so we learn that Ruthie, you know, saw Martin's email and that um, Martin recently received an email from his father indicating that his tour of duty in Iraq has been extended, so um, he won't be home. They were expecting him to be home early next year. This show, this episode aired in late December, so we figure... Martin was expecting his father to be home January, February. Now it looks like that's not going to happen, and he's very upset about it. Uh, uh, and, and this is kind of where he's at. He is upset. He at, gets real pissy, yeah. and he's like, oh, he calls Ruthie the family spy. He's like, how dare you? Um, like, like you're Breaking just into breaking, my room. Yeah, breaking into my laptop. And then he gets pissy with um, Mac, and he's like, my best friend ratted me out, telling the Rev that I got a D on my history paper, and he's like, I can't trust anyone anymore, and he just runs away to his room. The Rev tries to talk to him, but basically Martin shuts him down, is like, you can't help me, no one can help me. Well, the Rev does try to make it about himself, because he's like, when my father was in the Marines, and, like, Martin's just not having it. So, uh, this all leads to a bizarro ending, um, cause Wayne Newton shows up, and if you don't know who Wayne Newton is, neither did I. <laughs> Wayne Newton is a very famous, um, well, not a very famous, but he's, like, a pretty big, uh, like, Ve- I associate him with Vegas, pretty much. He's called Mr. Ex- Las Vegas. Exclusively. Yeah, so, um, that's, you know. If yeah. anybody, if you're thinking, just picture what you think a Las Vegas performer who is an old I mean, white you, man you looks could, like, and that's Google exactly what it is. But I mean, like, he looks like what I imagine Las Vegas old men, perf- like, you know, like the, the brothers yeah. with the tigers, not the brothers, the men with the tigers. Yeah, he um, looks Siegfried and Roy. Yeah, he looks like them. Oh. Um, but uh, uh, he's also, just fun fact, he uh, was in a project with Barry Watson before this episode, uh, even though Barry Watson's not in this episode, they were both, uh, had guests like special appearances in the movie Ocean's Eleven, uh, the original back, not the original, the remake back in 2001. Um, so Wayne Newton has just come back from a USO tour where he was chilling with Martin's dad and other, um, uh, Marines. Yes. And, uh, he was there when Martin's dad had to send an email and then he was there when Martin responded with a very nasty email back and just, he, so a part, like he feels like it's a part of his duty as a member of the USO and somebody who entertains the troops to go and then also support families of the troops because it's not only the troops that need like moral, morale boosting, but also those families that are left behind and don't know what they're, what's happening with their loved ones. Um, out out on the front. So he comes over and he, like, talks to... Wayne Newton talks to Martin in his bedroom. And, um... (laughs) And that makes everything all better for Martin. Because he's just like, wow, I got a visit from Wayne Newton. Um, yeah. I mean, maybe if you got a visit from Wayne Newton, you would also feel better about life. I don't know how I feel. But uh, he gets, like, Wayne also gives a, uh, some letters to Martin from his dad, and we learn that Wayne has, like, a few more stops to go on after this. Mm-hmm. And this kind of makes everything good for Martin. So Martin goes on, like, a little apology tour. He apologizes to Ruthie. He apologizes to the Camdens, par- Camerons. He apologizes to the baseball coach and then the baseball coach is like it's okay I know your dad's not going to be home for a while and we were like 
how does the baseball coach know? He never got told. And then the baseball coach is like, you might want to also apologize to your friend over there or whatever. <laughs> we have this really funny we, shot of yeah, Mac. Yeah, it, like, it cuts over to Mac, and you just see him, like, lounging at the promenade. And they, like, you know, hug it out and shit. And they're like, yeah, we're friends still. Buds. Buds, buds, buds. Um, and that's really Martin's storyline. Uh before we get to Lucy real quick, I just want to, like, quickly say, everybody else in the family is kind of just dealing with being tired. So you have the Rev falling asleep at the job, and you have the little twins being like, I don't want to go to school. And you have Kevin gets ha- sent home by Captain Michaels because he's falling asleep at work at some point. Yeah, we're sorry. We keep on calling him Detective Michaels, but he became He's captain. a captain. He, get, he was a captain back when Roxy was still on the show, and we've been calling him Detective for... With all due respect yeah. to my captain, my police captain, Michael. <laughs> Michaels. 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 I thought you were going to say something else. Like, <laughs> so well, never mind. Never mind. <laughs> never mind. Who cares what you thought I was going to yeah, say? Yeah, really, who cares? Um, so... This uh, So now we're going to get to Lucy's storyline. Um, Lucy, as we've said, is on bed rest due to complications from the previous episode. And the whole episode, they make it seem like it's about her being on bed rest. And then out of nowhere, um, Kevin comes home and he's like, actually, your academic advisor called and your term paper is due and you need this to... We, like, Lucy's in her last semester of school, and she's like, wah, I can't write my paper. I'm stuck in bed, which I've written plenty of papers in bed. I only so. write papers in bed. I do not write papers anywhere that aren't bed. Yeah. Maybe a couch sometimes, but mostly it's in bed, and it's, like, 6 in the morning, <laughs> so... Yeah, when, whenever it's right before it's due. Yeah, exactly. In bed. Yeah. That's where you, when you do it. Yeah. The sun's usually coming out. Yeah, all of that. So... Aaron did bring up the good point that, like, oh, you know, they probably have PCs and not laptops, but the Rev has a laptop. And Martin has a laptop. I'm yeah. sure that for the sake of her college education, he would let her borrow it. Um, but anyway, blah, blah, blah. Um, Kevin, is Kevin like, is like, no, you have to do this because it's your education and... I don't know. And I'll help you. And you said I can't help you, but this is how I will help you. And we don't get any of the fun bits of Kevin trying to write a term paper. But apparently they write a term paper together, and it's great, and whatever. Um, I would just like to say before, like, all this academic advisor, like, stuff comes in, we do have some really nonsense scenes of Lucy speaking into a baby monitor, which Annie has, and, like, asking for, like, Oprah magazine and her favorite blue shirt and food and can you brush my hair and it's kind of really irritating but I have to give props to Annie because she really does it with like a smile on her face and doesn't really complain about it at all yeah it's her daughter so apparently the term paper that um she like writes it by hand on a legal pad and Kevin comes downstairs and he's like it's done I just need to go and get some sources <laughs> and, and I was like what it's not done how, then, then that, how did she write it if she didn't have the source material <laughs> um so this episode again another bizarro ending which really threw us and both Aaron and I were like this is bullshit um is they throw Lucy a graduation in the Camden backyard the cam yard one might say <laughs> Um, Cam back. Bye. <laughs> I don't know. Something. Yeah. Um, so they got the, I guess, the dean to come and a bunch of students that are graduating with her to, like, do a practice run of theirs. But she actually gets her diploma this time and her family's there. And stupid fucking Kevin carries her to, like, the 
the stage and she gets her diploma and she does the thing with the cap and the string and the stuff. And it's so ridiculous because, like, in what world... Oh, and I just... You're going to see a screenshot of Lucy accepting her diploma, but this thing that really pissed me off, I know she's on bed rest and stuff, but Kevin wouldn't let her walk anywhere, and he's carrying her everywhere, and it's just really annoying. And also we learn that Lucy's only allowed to stand for, like, five minutes a day, so he's like, oh, you didn't shower today. Now you can't shower because you've wasted, like, you stood up for a minute. Um, the other thing that I, like, this is really nitpicky of me, but, so, our, like, reasoning was, oh, she feels like she can't work on her term paper because she'll have to sit if she's on the PC, which is not bed rest, but she spends the fake graduation ceremony sitting, <laughs> like, she's not, like, being, ca- like, she's not in anybody's lap, she's sitting down, yeah. and, like, graduation ceremonies are notoriously long, even fake ones, so, that's all I have to say about that, and that's how the episode ends, fucking Lucy getting, like, did, did we even see Matt graduate from college? Matt? Oh, no, we didn't. Bullshit. Why oh, wait, we, did we? I don't think we did. Who knows? All right. Well, anyway, what are you reading it? Uh. Ew. <laughs> um, Ew, I forgot this was going to happen. Yeah, I did. I actually forgot that this was going to happen. Uh, for, like, the fact that it had, like, two, a double Bizarro ending, I think I'll give it a three. All right. Um... I'm going to give it a two and a half. Yeah. I think uh, I would have also given it a 2.5 yeah. if it wasn't for the fact that Wayne Newton came out of nowhere. Yeah. Um, so if you want to see what Wayne Newton looks like, because maybe you do, uh, and also maybe what like graduating in your own backyard looks like, come check us out on our social media. We are at CamdenCast Show on both Instagram and Twitter. We are Facebook.com slash CamdenCast. And um, you can find us with new episodes every Wednesday and Saturday at soundcloud.com slash CamdenCast on Stitcher and as well as the Apple iTunes podcast app. I'm Tanvi. I'm Erin. And this is CamdenCast. Cast. Mm-hmm.